I'm Jada Willis, and this is the Back to Business Podcast, made for business owners, CEOs, and high achievers that are ready to leave their BS excuses behind, get more out of life, and see business growth like never before. Let's take the road less traveled and tackle the hard. Are you ready to get back to business? All right, Vita Beers, I want to welcome you back to our podcast today, and I also want to say, can you believe it is freaking October? I couldn't even remember. I was like, is it October? Is it September? Is it November? Who knows? But we are down to the last, and I mean the last, three months of the year. So as a business owner, and as a business owner um, of Willis HR, I was constantly thinking about, okay, how do I maximize the time left in the year because it's like one side of me wants to be like, I mean, this is it. We're done, right? It's going to be holiday parties and um, end of year performance reviews. And is everyone still working? Um, And in all actuality, yes, everyone is still working. (laughs) It's only, it's only October folks. And there's still so much to do. So I really wanted to talk to you about maybe three surprising things, business priorities that you may want to focus on as we are entering into these last three months. I'm going to give you three things for the last three months. All right, first thing, of course, I'm going to talk about this. From my HR seat, I'm going to tell you what you need to be focusing on and thinking about is the legacy and knowledge transfer that needs to start happening. Because I don't know if you know this, but there are employees in your organization that are thinking about either going to a new position, another company, or they're thinking about retiring, um, they're thinking about staying home or going into a remote workplace. They're thinking about making a career change. And if that's the case, think about the person, think about your A player right now, and if they left your organization. Eek! All right, well, in order to get ahead of this, coming into the new year, start putting in place knowledge transfer. So have your employees document what they're doing. Start having your employees uh, put together a SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. Have your employees start cross-training other employees, other team members into what they're doing. Also, make sure your project management tools are updated. Make sure that they have saved whatever documents they're working on, whatever client-related services they've provided. Make sure they're saving it in a company system. Because, and I know, I know I'm preparing for the worst case scenario. Now, trust me, I've seen the worst case scenarios with our clients and in my HR career, and I want you to be prepared because maybe your A player will get the opportunity of a lifetime and not be able to give the notice that you may deserve, right? In addition to that, it's also just a good best practice business-wise to make sure that you're able to get all their, well, as much as you possible, you possibly can, but get their creative energy, get their knowledge, get their genius and um, their ideas, their process improvements, how they go about executing their job, um, just in case you want to add to that team or just in case you want to um, cross train. And what about if that employee, let's just say they don't leave, but something horrible happens where they're not able to come to work on a consistent basis. 
you as a business owner, as an employer, need to put those protections in place so that you're not in a, a spot where it's going to be detrimental to yourself, to your financials, and to your customers, all right? So that's the first one. It is a legacy and knowledge transfer. And then if you start getting into the consistent process of putting a heavy focus on this at the end of the year, then think about the years in the making. Think about those standard operating procedures that you'll have and also the level of continuity and consistency in your business. I'm telling you, it's gonna be amazing. All right, two, number two. And you may be focused on the employee stuff. And again, this is coming from the HR thought, but Yes, end of the year, you're thinking possibly about performance reviews. Maybe you're planning an employee party and um, some team building, that sort of thing. But are you thinking about how it is so insanely stressful at the end of the year for most people? And most people actually struggle the most um, during the holidays. And that being the case, have you thought about your employees' mental health and well-being, especially because a lot of employees, either quietly or otherwise, are suffering from burnout. They have tons of stress at home and probably do their best to try to mask that and do the best they can in showing up to work. Well, I think it'd be a good best practice if maybe you've thought about either an employee assistance program or you can even have a local counselor or therapist come in and do a presentation on burnout or how to manage the holidays. Here's some techniques on how to manage stress and our family and all that the holidays come with. Now, it should be a really great time and Oh, it should be amazing. You should eat a ton of food. You should be able to enjoy um, just that time off. But that's just that's just not realistic for everyone. So you as the employer, if you can put some of these just support mechanisms in place for your team, it's going to go a long way for them, hopefully in coping with the holiday depression, holiday hecticness, all of that. But also, hopefully, it's going to be a, a positive support to their morale and to understand that you do care about them as a human. They, you know what they're going through and you want to continue to provide the resources to support them as a holistic being, not just as your employee and how does it relate back to work. I'm telling you, make sure in the last three months you are focused on protecting the mental health of your employees, the overall well-being. The other thing that you may think about doing is that uh, there are some organizations and teams that actually put in fitness challenges and walking challenges and other, other um, types of teams and groups in place and challenges because it's all about wellness. There are a lot of times where we do not take care of ourselves. <laughs> During the hectic holiday season, we actually want to eat a whole lot. And it's going to be, it's going to behoove you as the employer and also to the employee if you are focused on keeping moving, keeping the, um, the juices flowing, the dopamine flowing. And um, there are so many positive side effects to um, keeping your employees focused on a goal, but focused on a goal that relates back to their overall health and well-being. Telling you, this is gold. All right, what's the third one? A, okay, you may get this one, you may. The third one is all about community and customer feedback and involvement. So what do I mean by that? Because you may be thinking about, okay, well, I mean, of course, I send, my, I send all my clients a card around Christmas. 
um, or the new year. And, or maybe I send them, you know, candy or a pie. I, I actually have some really good examples of what to do. There was this one business owner that I used to kind of collaborate with. And yeah, we did work together as well. And he always had the wackiest, best ideas. I, I adored him. He was a shop in Columbia. And basically he said that he actually provides pies. Pies right before Thanksgiving. I mean, it's two days leading up to Thanksgiving. He's very deliberate in that. And it has, it's a, it is usually like a pumpkin pie, but it also has his logo and his information on top. And he told me his theory on this is that most people are so busy just in the rush of the holidays, trying to finish up work, and they forget that they have to bring something to an event. They forget they ugh, they have that my mother-in-law dinner that they invited, you know, all the cousins over. Oh, I forgot I do have um, this other work-related, you know, happy hour I have to go to, but I have to bring something. Well, it's so neat because he then is providing this to his customer saying, hey, thank you so much for being a customer and supporting us throughout the year. But in all actuality, you're then handing that pie over in some type of event and you're actually, your name is going to everyone at that event. Everyone gets to see that pie, gets to see who who actually made this. And it's a really good pie. He, he partners with a local bakery. It's it's a complete full circle win-win and it's very strategic in nature. But it's, it's and I love thinking about those sort of um, ideas that are gonna be impactful to, yes, a thank you to your clients, but also it, you know, it pays in dividends because it also is promoting your brand and your name. You know, I'm always multi-purpose, and so uh, it sounds like a great idea to me. Also, we had previously in Willis HR, we really focused on having a, a client experience event, usually around the holidays. It was either right before um, Christmas, Hanukkah, or right around the new year. And it's a complete celebration. But sometimes I did a wine tasting. It was not just a come drop in happy hour. It was usually something else, some kind of um, activity involved in that. But really, we also should be getting customer feedback. We should be, and not just like this really bland survey, but think creatively about how can you gain your customer feedback about the year, but not even in December. Let's start thinking about it in October, November, so that we're getting ahead of it and it doesn't just look like, oh, you're just asking because it's the end of the year. Um, think through how you can say a big thank you to your customers and you should be doing this all year long. I don't think, I think it, it's very, it's gonna get lost in the everyone doing this, the, the weeds of it, if you're doing this just December on. You really should be thinking about a quarterly client recognition, client thank you. Do you have also some sort of referral program? And give out client awards. Um, maybe the, like the MVP, or you know, most, or most valuable client, M MVC. Are you also thinking about the most referrals and make sure you're spot, giving the spotlight, highlighting them on your socials, get really creative, but these last three months so it doesn't also feel like you're just doing it because it's the holiday season. But this is the time of year that you um, are expected as an employer to extend and, and thank your employees, show up for your, I'm sorry, thank your customers and show up, but show up for your employees too. And, and make sure that you are, are being grateful. So it's not just around Thanksgiving, um, Christmas, or, or New Year's. It's an all year thing, but it's okay to start now. I mean, we're entering October, it's okay to start now. 
it's okay to also have a party and just thank everyone. I like clients and friends so that it's actually uh, mutually beneficial. They're meeting, they're having new contacts, and and maybe you actually bring in some additional business partners. So whether it's your accountant, whether it's your employment attorney, that's able to share knowledge about what's to come in the new year. It should be something beneficial. But the other half of that is, what are you doing as an organization and as a team for the community? So a lot of clients I know in the organizations, especially in the Greenville, South Carolina, Columbia, and Florence area, actually do volunteer Activities at Harvest Hope Food Bank. So they can do the distribution. Um, they can actually work in the, the, the pantry. There's so many opportunities to volunteer. And what are you doing to give back as a company and as a team? And I'm telling you, A, it's the right thing to do. Um, it's, it's just the right thing to do. I, I am, and I'm proud to say that I'm generous in nature. And I'm not always talking about that because I don't think it should be you know, spread across the world what you're doing for others or other entities. But I do think it's really important for your overall brand, your employer brand, that you show the employee, your future employees that this is what you care about. This is a part of the core values and, and what it's like to work at your organization is to care about others and to care about your community, to invest in your community. And then the, I mean, the other piece of that is that you're, you're reinforcing to your team that we are supposed to show up for our clients, but we're also supposed to show up for our community. So whatever makes sense for the business that you're in, pick an organization locally or otherwise that you're able to contribute to in some way and give back to. That is only your time that you're giving back. But maybe it is a, a fundraiser of some sort. Um, I know that other organizations also collect canned goods and they have a food drive for Harvest Hope. But there's so many ways that you can be giving and there are so many nonprofits that need you. And I also I was on a, a board call this morning and it was for Automotive Service Assistance and ASA for short. And it really was about thinking about these, these three upcoming fundraisers that's happening. I mean, we're having an ugly sweater party. We're having trunk or treat. There are so many events, but I also heard that there are cancer patients that cannot afford treatment and the bills, the medical bills, and also to keep their car running. So Automotive Service Assistance is one of the organizations that will help you um, meet some of the costs related to getting your car back in order. But I mean, like, it is it is a perfect time to show up for your neighbor, for your community, and for the 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 causes that mean the most to you, but also to mean the most that your team can rally around, your team can can support you in giving back to. So those are three somewhat surprising, very strategic uh, approaches to this remaining year. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be looking at your your budget versus actual. I mean, you should be doing that on a monthly basis, right? Um, but you should be talking and doing some tax planning, end of the year financial planning with your CPA. We all know it's coming. Don't dread it. It's just a part of doing business, right? And I started, I started changing my mindset when it comes to taxes. I'm like, listen, all right. So before I was dreading taxes and taxes, and I'm like, you know what? This all this means is that I'm really successful. I'm doing a really good job. My business is healthy and it's growing, and and that's and that's the price we pay. We can't get away from taxes, right? So focus on end of the year planning, um, making sure that you are wrapping up 
from a performance review standpoint, um, making sure that you are, okay, I want to underline and bold this because you know that every episode I'm talking about underlining and bold something really, really important. Um, you should be working on strategic planning. I mean, I think action plans are sexy. So you should be working on strategic planning for next year. You should be gathering feedback from your team. What's working well? What should we be focusing on? What are our goals? And that's your leadership team. And start doing and working on our plans for next year. And I mean, okay, don't just set goals to set goals. I hope they really mean something to you. I hope you strive to make a difference. Strive to um, streamline some sort of service so that your clients are happier, your clients are served in a better way. Whatever whatever thing that you do, um, strive to do it better, but create those action plans and those action steps that are really going to get you there. I don't, I don't like it whenever teams start that process at the beginning of the new year. I get it from the financial piece because you want to see, you know, you want to close out the books, you want to make sure, um, you know, things are wrapped up financially. I think you should start planning and, and thinking about, do I have the right KPIs, key performance indicators? Am I measuring my business growth in, in the, the right manner? Do I have the right tools? What should I be thinking about even budget-wise? Because how much did I spend in marketing this year? Well, what do I want to do and what resources do I need to get us there next year? This is the time for vision and contemplation. Reflect on what's happened. Start thinking about your future and your vision for the next year. And because if you start now, you can start ramping up that energy of getting your team rallied around that. I don't want there to be this level of burnout and suck of this end of year. Um, I mean, it did go by really, really fast, 2023. But what could you accomplish in 2024? Use this momentum to end strong and then also start the year strong and evaluate your employee handbook, your policies, what's working really well in your organization and what's not. Hopefully, you've also conducted an employee survey so that you're getting some of the feedback about what are the policies, what are, what are things I want to see um, in my job, what do I want to grow into, what skills can I offer this organization. Now, I've given you a lot more than three. Those are three of the surprising ones, right? Three of the ones where you don't necessarily think about and they're not in that standard checklist. And I just wanted to cover a little bit more of that standard checklist because I want you to know, hey, you still have to look at the holistic business. We still have you know, the health of the business, the operations, the financials, the HR policies, all of that to consider. But there's also so much more that you can do in these last three months. All right, you got it. And I'm so proud of you for even listening to this and showing up. I want you to like, subscribe, share this with a friend, a business owner that you know needs to hear this. And also, if you are not a part of my email list, I strongly urge you to do that. I want you to go to jadawillis.com, click uh, the contact and subscribe, and I promise you I am not going to abuse this, but you are going to get so much like good tools and techniques, uh, bare minimum motivation about two times a month, and you'll also know all the cool updates that are coming because, ooh, I got some secrets. I'm going to end this podcast just like I end every podcast. I'm going to tell you, choose your heart. Everything that you want is on the other side of hard. Choose your heart.